What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ask LFC podcast. My name is Harrison Gilming, Director of Worship Arts here at Lake Forest in Huntersville, sitting down with Mike Moses, Lead Pastor at Lake Forest Church. Uh, Huntersville, good to talk with you all this morning. It is the Tuesday morning after Easter. We had Easter Monday off. We are we are in extra great spirits right now. We'll get into it in a little bit, but Easter was so uh, fantastic here on our campus, and we were, we were just we were just overjoyed with it. And honestly, it was great. I'm sure this experience was the same for you, Mike, but especially. After the last couple of years, I just felt like this was the most of our people that were like here at once. Yeah. And I'm just like familiar face, familiar face, yeah. familiar face. Yeah. Oh, new people. Awesome. New people. Awesome. But yes. man, so, like it was just it was great. It was great. And I I've, uh, I mean, you guys leading worship were um, really demonstrative and gregarious and including the congregation, inviting the congregation in to truly participate, not consume the worship songs and i i had a sense at maybe all of the services all four there was just this high level of participation that um that seems to invite the holy spirit to work all the more did was that what did i make that up no, was that just no. me high level participating in the front row no i felt that for sure and i think <clears throat> you know there were there were a lot of things uh, that in how we put it together, how we prepared, how we executed it, I think made that possible. And, uh, there were, there were some other things there that just made it extra, extra cool. So, Mm -hmm. and it's still, we're still in this odd pandemic slash post pandemic, whatever you're calling it, um, time, because it was great. I mean, like it was on, there was lots of people here Saturday at five, there were mm-hmm. plenty of people here. Sunday at eight, they were ready to go. They were, yeah, they, <laughs> they were. were they I were was not sleepy. I had to be sleepy. No. Like they were, they were all sort of acting like my personal <clears throat> friend during the thing. I know it was awesome, which was a blast. <laughs> and then nine thirty and eleven were really full and packed, and that was fun. Even so, just you know, you uh, ask LFC podcast listeners are are folks who are in the know, and it'd be good for you to know. It was a really healthy attendance. I actually um, don't know the exact number, which is weird because usually I sort of demand that in a friendly way. I want to know it by 1 o'clock on Easter Sunday. Um, But I have succeeded at um, making the metric of how many people are here in person on a Sunday, not the main church metric right now. Uh, there are other discipleship metrics and behaviors that that are more important because we're just in this odd time with people's habits and culture. And so I'm going to get – we did not set an Easter record Sunday. Uh, we were uh, – I'm going to guess 75 to 80 percent of whatever our Easter high has been mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. And yet – uh, like all these new people were here, all these old people, a bunch of people saying, "Ah, oh, this is our first Sunday back." Like we're still hearing. We heard that they heard that in Contropolis multiple times. Mm-hmm. I heard that multiple times. Of this is my first Sunday back. Just super interesting people's habits, because at the same time, what is most measurable, our giving, <laughs> and our membership classes actually tell us we're at the peak of our. 
uh, people engaged with Lake Forest Huntersville ever in our history. So it's just a really interesting time, and I'm trying to be gentle with it, Harrison, and not act like I can figure it out and not guilt people or, you know, overly like, you should all be here right at the same time and just be gentle with this is where we are. Let's love people well through this period of time. It was really neat for me. A lot of times on Sunday mornings, on a normal Sunday, um, right before we're getting ready, the 9.30, even sometimes right before the 11, those before times, a a lot of times we're, we're tracking down the last little things we need to get the service ready. We're kind of closing some loops. Mm-hmm. So it's not a great time normally for me to be out just hanging out, saying hey to right. people. Easter is a, is a little different because we, uh, as a little behind the scenes, we're going to get even more behind the scenes in a minute, but we we do the whole service once on Saturday night. We do all of our run through, all this stuff. So by the time we get to Sunday morning, we are like, 10 times more ready to go than a normal Sunday because we've done it. It's yes, already in. We did it, it Saturday. It's our, like we feel good about it. It's ready to roll. So, what was neat for me, um, especially uh, not before the 8 o'clock, but before the 9 30, before the 11, um, I was outside at the edge of kind of the parking lot where there was no other greeter. There's no reason to be a greeter out there. It's just a good empty place for me to stand mm-hmm. for like 20 really? something minutes each time. Oh. Just saying hey to people that. uh like you said new people familiar faces and it was just i'm sitting there before the 9 30 i'm like they just keep rolling in it was all we haven't experienced anything like that in a while no, it just kept no. just the steady Eight flow wasn't anything yeah. wasn't like uh a, a, a rush all one minute for the service just people just making their way in just it was it, that was uh that was one of my most joyful parts of the day was just hanging out there and saying hey to people for just just walking on campus, making them feel welcome. It's not a hat I normally get to wear, and just just experiencing the joy of saying Happy Easter to a bunch of folks. That's it was, great. It was cool. I also um, greeted people inside the um, the worship center prior to almost every service yeah, I because I was more peaceful than normal because Aaron Gibson at, at Lake Forest, Denver. And I had co-written the sermon, and we worked so far ahead, I was done with it Thursday at noon. Like, I preached it out loud on my home study and felt great about it. Um, And so I was more peaceful than normal, you know, um, which was enjoyable. And it was interesting um, for a a unique day in that um, usually people are like, make a comment on my sermon. And uh, from Easter, all the comments were about my prayer after that's the sermon. Right, that's right. <laughs> that, that was just kind of unique. Um, I wasn't sure my voice was going to make it through four of those, but it did. I had this. I have this special. Um, Shelby, who is on our staff, found me this really special throat lozenge. La- lozenge. Lozenge. <laughs> uh, um, and I forget what it's called, but it's for people like me. And uh, man, I I was I was tearing those things up all Saturday night and Sunday, and it got me through. So th- props to Shelby on that. Um, well, okay, quick. Yep. Th- then we're going to do a little more behind the scenes Easter. We're going to be brief today mm-hmm. on the Ask LFC podcast. What? So church staff, we always have Easter Monday off. What did the Gilming Gilmings do with Easter Monday off? Our original plan 
which would have been a little more fun. Although what we ended up doing was go, we were going to go, uh, go hike Crowder mountain together. That's ambitious. And, uh, we've done that a couple times over the last year with the kids. They're kind of old enough to do it now. Although about halfway toward the top, I end up with a five-year-old on my shoulder. So it's mm-hmm. like half CrossFit for me, but, uh, <laughs> we woke up obviously to pouring torrential rain and, uh, we did something we have not done often over the past couple of months. And that is just rest and chill. And it was nice. really nice. It was good. We just, just didn't do a lot. It was good for everybody in our house. So nice. Yeah. Well, we slept in, I, I, I slept really late. I don't even want to say how late <laughs> I slept because some of you might, might not respect me uh, if I told you. But it was outstanding. It was like a full emotional, psychological sleep uh, and bodily because we had a a family Easter lunch. And I, you know, uh, yeah, I was worn out after all that. Uh, We were going to hike also. um, And same woke up. uh, Well, I mean, we looked ahead and saw the rain. So Angie and I went to a 1210 movie at Birkdale. And guess what? What? I went to Birkdale and I stole something. What'd you steal? I shoplifted. Oh, nice. What'd you I get? I shoplifted movie tickets. We didn't pay. Like we walked in for twelve ten movie. Yep. The line to get snacks was about 25 people. Yeah. There was one staff back there. There was nobody at the ticket booth. All you could use were the kiosks and... It wasn't taking our credit cards. We did both kiosks multiple times. And That's crazy. Uh, my conscientious wife might have tended to be like, well, you know, we'll come back tomorrow. I was like, oh, oh no. She actually went over to the staff yeah. at the counter and said, listen, our credit card's not working. Can I pay you here for the movie? He's like, no, I can't help you. We're short-staffed. Yeah. So I'm like, we're going to see this movie. We'll pay them double next time or yeah. or something, or this is just the cost of them not having enough staff. You yeah. know? So we walked into the movie for free. Well, you, can drop, you can drop them, uh, <laughs> drop them the 14 bucks in the mail. So we did that. That's we went to the funny. movie everything, uh, everything, Every, all the time, yeah, everywhere. I want to see that. Whatever that's called. And I, I, as Pastor Mike, I do not make movie recommendations because of, Language and various sensibilities. Dang. I've heard so many good things. Wow. Yeah. All I have to say is Rakakuni. Okay. No, Rakakui. Okay. I can't, wait to fi- I can't wait to figure out what that means. Rakakui. Um, and then we went for a long walk uh, because it had stopped raining and then an early dinner and we chilled out. So That's awesome. It was a great day. Okay. Uh, we thought we just uh, for a few more minutes, um, just do a little behind the scenes of Easter worship. Harrison, yep. you you know we, um, I I'm going to presume that that our podcast listeners were present for Easter worship, or they caught it online. Um, and you had a great uh, sort of devotional or talk that you gave on Saturday. Mm-hmm. When we were doing our run, like the the band and tech were here, how early Saturday? Uh, about one forty-five or oh so. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, so it was it was a uh, it was an, uh, a long 
a long day, a great day. And, and then, then at 3.30, we did a full run mm-hmm. through the service, including Mike Check and all the people who talk like me. Yep. But um, tell what was your, uh, what were the devotional comments you gave? This is the tech team, the worship team, um, probably 20, 25 people. Uh, whom, uh, what, what was it that you said to all of us? You were saying it to me yeah, too. I yeah, was sure, sure. I, um, this is something that I share with them from time to time, but I probably dug a little bit deeper into it considering the day and just, just, um, first of all, I, I shared a, a huge <clears throat> thank you to each one of those folks who were serving and, these are ministry partners. They yes. are not paid. Yes, they're ministry partners. They're and from 1 whatever p.m. Saturday mm-hmm. all the way through 1 p.m. Sunday. Yeah. Um, I told them that worship as it was originally set up, as you look at worship in the Old Testament, it, it literally uh, always involved sacrifice. There was a sacrificial element. And, and in the Old Testament, that was uh, literal uh, blood sacrifice that was made to uh, cover sins. Um, you talked even on Easter on Sunday about uh, the the sacrifice that God uh, asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac mm-hmm. and on, on the third day provided the ram. Um, so this element has always been there. So I told our team, I, I hope that, first of all, I hope that you approach what you're about to do here over these next couple of days um, as an act of sacrifice, as your sacrificial act of worship by being here, by giving your time, by taking these talents and gifts that God has given you musically, technically, uh, as a speaker, there, there's a foundation of gifts that he's given you that you have developed into something that is sharper and can be used for like a fine purpose. Um, so, I first of all told them that I hope mentally as you approach this, that you go like, yeah, God, I, this, this Mm. is, Mm. this, I'm doing this for you. This is part of my act of worship for you. I'm sacrificing, uh, some of what you've given me or even my time. It's a beautiful Saturday. There's a ton of things you could be doing. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I, I told them that. And then second of all, I said, and, and I hope you hear this as well that um that all you have to do the only thing you have to do over these next couple of days is exactly the the small piece of what God has called you to do and the thing that you're gifted at um and trust in the 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 holy spirit to do the rest of it because um the harder that we try to manufacture doing those things probably the more we get in the way of what Mm. the spirit's trying to do anyways what what he what he calls you to do i said to our band and tech and folks who are speaking is just faithfully sacrificially do the part you're supposed to do if you're playing the drums play the drums as a worship leader to the best of your ability if you're running the slides help our church sing and worship God with their voices by having that stuff on the screen at the right time. And by helping the verses and the scripture come up as Mike is talking, they're all so important, but good news. 
the pressure is completely off of you for what the end result is going to be mm-hmm. because we have we have so little power <laughs> over yeah. what that is going to be. All God asks us to do: do your part, do it well, go have fun. And it was a peaceful word for me in my part uh, mm-hmm. to hear ahead of all the Easter services and. And then a fun way to think of everyone's part, the uh, you mentioned the person running the slides. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was Jim Nault on Easter. Jim and Carolyn joined Lake Forest when we were in the roller skating rink. It's awesome. <laughs> in either 98 or 99. He has partnered with me, specifically doing sermon slides, <laughs> for um, over 20 years. It's just fun. That we, as brothers in Christ, members of the church, I mean, he's got a fancy job and, you know, very successful man. And this is his gift that he brings to the church is mm-hmm. to make this happen visually for everyone and support uh, singing and preaching. That was just fun. And it, uh, an unsung role, but a new role, Harrison, now on our servant ministry teams. Um, since the pandemic, we one of the ways in which we realized we were not quality enough with our online worship for people who <laughs> are uh, homebound, you know, that, that, that was actually a thing even before the pandemic, yep. or people today who are worshiping online. Um, we realized we were pushing the soundboard mix of the music and the preaching that's in the it's mixed to sound the optimized uh, in the room. We were just throwing that same mix online, yep. which was terrible. Yeah, was and I'm sure good. our listeners will agree if they ever <laughs> avail themselves of that. We now have what do we call him the broadcast sound engineer? Yeah, that's exactly Robert it. Conrad, and this is his actual name, Suntan Tran. That's right. Um, alternate at that. And I made sure and looked them both in the eye, Harrison, the last couple of weeks and thanked them. And I told them a God story. One of our ministry partners has been out of state for some months uh, in cancer treatment. It's a mm. very serious diagnosis. Mm. And she, uh, I checked in with her after Hope in a House of Blues and she almost tearfully thanked me for Hope in a House of Blues. Um, for the music, actually, as much as, if not more, than the sermons. And yet she only caught it online from, I'm not sure if she was in a hospital room the whole time or in and out of a house going back and forth to a hospital. Hmm. She only caught it online out of state. And yet she journeyed with her church. The messages and the she she especially thanked me for our artists, and that meant I I told Robert and Suntan, hey guys, your ministry as a broadcast engineer of our services of mixing it just right for the online, it matters because the quality now no longer gets in the way of someone experiencing the Holy Spirit as they interact with the music and the teaching. So. Those are those are a couple of examples of the way people just they just do their thing, just like I I just do my thing, you do yours. Yeah, and it reminds me I forgot that I had said this because I was just there was no no planned anything I was just saying stuff. But one thing that uh, that popped in my brain as I was um, as I was talking with everybody is um, you know you as you're as you're here and as you're um, as you're here and as you're serving, 
uh, as the, the pressures off you, as the Holy Spirit does what the Holy Spirit is going to do, dude, the impact of what you do, that's the great thing about us being a yeah. church. Yeah. It's amplified, right? Yes. Like that's a great example. I mean, talk about what we're sending out online. Yeah. Or, or, Dudes are just turning knobs that, on, a, that's on, right. a, on a board. And, and the amount of people the 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 phrase has become uh, you know an, an idiom in our culture is that the sum is greater than the parts. Okay, it really feels like that to me a lot of times in in terms of our effort of what we do around here because it's like we all yeah do these little things and it adds up and the the message of Christ gets amplified to all these ears by our our little slices that we all do and as we were as we were talking. Uh, just a minute ago, Mike, it reminded me of this, and I'm going to read a second of it, and then we're going to give a a couple of shout-outs and some recognition to some of the folks that make days like Easter happen on our campus Correct. and just acknowledge all the little parts. So this is this is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, as, as Paul is... Uh, encouraging the early church there, Paul said there is but there is one body, but it has many parts, but all its many parts make up one body. It is the same with Christ. We were all baptized by one Holy Spirit, and so we were formed into one body. It didn't matter whether we were Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free people. We were all given the same spirit to drink. So the body is not made up of just one part. It has many parts. Suppose the foot says, I'm not a hand, so I don't belong to the body. But saying this, it cannot stop being part of the body. And suppose the ear said, I'm not an eye, so I don't belong to the body. By saying this, it cannot stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, how could it hear? If the whole body were an ear, how could it smell? God has placed each part in the body just as he wanted it to be. If all the parts were the same, how could there be a body? As it is, there are many parts, but there is only one body. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, it is just the opposite. The parts of the body that seem to be weaker are the ones we can't do without. The parts that we think are less important, we treat with special honor. The parts that can't be shown don't need special care, but God has put together all the parts of the body. He has given more honor to the parts that didn't have any. In that way, the parts of the body will not take sides. All of them will take care of one another. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part shares in its joy. You are part of the body of Christ. Each one of you is a part of it. Thank you for that. What a joy. And uh, listeners, I, I hope at this moment you're filtering that through your own engagement with the body of Christ where's what part am I and that's a helpful question every now and then uh, have I have I dislocated myself for some period of time which is the case uh, during the pandemic some folks uh, for good reasons have dislocated themselves from serving as their part of the body and it's time to relocate mm, yep. <laughs> as, as part of the body and I'm also when it, uh, uh, I'm I'm rem- <laughs> you know what I thought of <laughs> like the weaker parts or they think they're not as I'm reminded so after the the Saturday evening five o'clock Easter service we had a picnic out on the lawn and we had a hot dog food truck I, I got one of his 
hot dogs with like crazy hot sauce. It was nice. really good. Nice. I got a good a good head sweat on. <laughs> um and I walked around and and visited with some different families on picnic blankets and people that I knew and didn't know. And um two straight families. One, I was like, "Well, how did you people I was just meeting? How did you come to Lake Forest first?" And they were like, "We moved here and our neighbor said, "Oh, the best preschool is at Lake Forest Church. And so we got in the preschool, and then we were like, well, we should go to this church, and we love it. You know, that kind of... So that's a part of the body is the preschool over there right now. There's a Hmm. bunch of employees, staff, the director, Debbie, stewarding that part of our mission, which is glorious. And then (laughs) another young family, um, uh, it was fun to meet them. And they had this tiny little boy who could barely talk. But he could say Pastor Mike when they told him to say hi to me. Um, and uh, they were like, you know what we love about this church? And I was like, what? And, of course, behind my eyeballs, I'm like, please tell me it's the preacher. <laughs> right now, right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, please, I don't even care if you Bring if, it if you don't mean it. Yep. Because it's me standing here. Mm-hmm. Just please go ahead. And, and they were like, our little boy, and this is a little boy who can barely talk. He loves it so much on Sunday mornings. Mm. He cries sometimes when he leaves. And he says, when can I go back to church? Um, and we saw a plane going over our house the other day, and he said, oh, look, it's going to church. Um, and mm. and even that reminds me of now as we, as we just finished for a couple minutes naming a lot of the different roles that people play in the body of Christ to make worship and discipleship happen here on Sundays in particular. <laughs> Angie, my wife, she serves in two or three different ways here at Lake Forest. One of them is just pure servant, which is the baby room uh, during 9.30 service. M- most Sundays, not every single. She's done that for years and years and years to, to serve young parents um, because the baby phase was the hardest phase of our life. It's not because she's like, oh, I want more baby time. Yeah. Um, nor would I, but she did. So I was like, well, how was the, we sat in worship with some family and some friends we'd invited at the 11 and she had just done the babies. And so afterward, well, when we were on our walk yesterday afternoon, um, I was like, well, how did the babies go? And she's like, man, we had a ton of them, ton of babies, ton of toddlers. And, but the, but there's a wall, like a half wall between, I think. And she's like, about halfway through, we were all like, somebody pooped. And so we did we did a poop check, and we figured out which kid it was. And it was a kid, like, old enough to walk around and talk a little bit. And she says, I took the duty of dealing with the duty. Yep. That's my phrase, not hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like a bad one. Um, and she described the process she had to go through. It was a little complicated because of oh, the si- his situation. Yeah. Um, and and oh. I, my thought was, what a gift to the body of Christ that Angie, so, I don't even know how many people served in Kentropolis, to the point that this one family that I met Saturday night was like, our boy brings us here every week mm-hmm. because he loves it. And to the point of taking out the poop of a diaper to serve so that people worship the risen Christ uh, on Easter, but not just on Easter, like every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I so admire the folks who play that role. 
Yeah, for sure. I, 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 um, there, there are just, just like in, in the first Corinthians passage, you know, there's, there's a lot of visibility to some of the people on my team. If you're the person playing the guitar solo, Mm -hmm. you feel pretty rock star, but there's a lot of rock starness to changing the poopy diaper, man. I'm telling you for real, that is a hard job. We have uh, just picturing walking in on the campus. You have the parts of our body on a Sunday morning here. The people that are, are helping, uh, park the cars and get people welcomed in there's in those super sexy vests they wear out that's there. right that's, that's why they right do it. They, yeah. They, yeah it's because of the look um people hanging out at our new welcome tent just making mm-hmm. first time guests feel like mm-hmm. this is a place for them greeters hanging out the front door including on sunday it was so awesome uh our our graphic arts guy miguel yes. and his oldest son who's who's still only He's like four yeah five. four four or five he had a name tag. He was uh, so happy. I saw happy. that. I noticed that it was adorable. It was he awesome. He was yeah. saying hey to people yeah. on the way in. For sure, he's our, immediately our friendliest and happiest greeter on our entire team. <laughs> um, people serving uh, coffee uh, and making folks feel welcome when they come in. People hanging out at the doors of the worship center, yeah. greeting each person, putting something in their hand. And at the door to the balcony. That's right. There's greeters there. So uh, all that to say, there's probably like the prayer team member, yeah, the purple lanyards. Uh, I two or three people told me on their way out. Yes, I stopped for prayer. Thank you for inviting me. There are there are like ten other niche little things that you guys do mm-hmm. that are just like these little parts of the body, like like our friend Jamie out there high five in every kid. Um, that w- the, another family at the picnic Saturday night said, "Oh yeah, our favorite person at Lake Forest is Jamie. He's yeah. awesome." So so two things. Number one, uh, again, they didn't say me in the preaching. I know. Come so on, there's man. a theme here. I know that you need we need <laughs> get get Mike more credit, people. Um, number one, we want to say. To those of you, our our dear uh, partners in ministry, yes. for from those of us on the staff side, we truly are, and we know it. I know it every Sunday. We are, we are just the organizers and mm-hmm. some of the vision casters of what happens here. But but if if none of our partners in ministry showed up on any given Sunday, nothing would happen because we are That's just right. the ones trying to help steer the ship with the roles you've entrusted us with to say we're going to do full-time other stuff you guys think about this full-time and help show us how to direct our energy the best way and we do that to our best but i from from mike from myself from every member of our staff team our elder team um thank you tremendously thank you to those of you who partner with us and who serve so that's and I hope this might, maybe next Sunday, because it's not Easter, the next couple of Sundays, it'd be great if our podcast listeners are particularly the people who notice ministry partners who are serving hmm. in quiet roles and who appreci- speak words of affirmation to them. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Please do that. Uh, and while at the same time, just let's each consider for ourselves, is there any way in which the last two years we've allowed ourselves to be dislocated outside the body mm-hmm. where we really belong? We're part of the body, but, but we, we're not quite acting like it. And in what way could, uh, would therefore 
the Lord be calling you to um, retake your place as part of the body, serving in a way that helps other people grow spiritually. Because in the end, that's that's why we all serve, is so that other people uh, and we all can grow in our discipleship. And there may be something that you bring that Lake Forest Church as a body needs. Yes. You're the spleen. We need a spleen, man. Come on, we spleen, need let's a go. Spleen and an appendix. That's right. We're- All right. Hey, everybody, this was the Ask LFC podcast post Easter. We will see you next week. Adios.